A young man, Eller Coltrane, travels across the western U.S. with a handheld recorder, gathering sounds. This is By the River. Episode 4. Eller leaves El Paso and travels into New Mexico. I don't think I ever did very well as a pretty typical young American, uh, listen well, you know, listen to other people well. That's, that's the big thing everybody needs, needs to do. We live in a society where everybody's talking, and I'm like talking right now. <laughs> but just to, to listen to people, that's the joy, the great, the, you know, the, the, the complex fabric of this land, and then outward, you know, like listen to what people have to say. And that doesn't mean necessarily you agree with everybody. You know, um, because there's going to be a whole lot of different ideas, but to listen to the stories people have to tell, listen to the problems people are facing, you know, and like, and that, and to, 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 to be aware of them, you know, because there are people are having a lot of problems all over, of various sorts, and uh, I for some for a long time in a lot of those travels, it was all about me and my sphere yeah. on the joyride, yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? Like the, the kind of Kerouac joyride. But uh, now I, I wish I had more of a memory of those places I was passing through and I was yeah. more aware of the people that I, was, that I was passing through. But I think that just comes with time. That's why I love literature more than ever these days, you know? It's like, things on a page. The act of writing and the act of reading, for one, it's less of a self-involved endeavor than it was when I was younger, I think, you know, like, it's less about, I was trying to have a voice for a long time, like some quirky voice, you know, like, oh, I'm that crazy, I'm that next crazy guy, you know. Now I realize that's part of how we interface with one another. Now when I read novels, I realize I'm having a conversation with another human being in another time and place, and it's one of the richest conversations I can have, you know. And it slows down time, you know? It's like looking at the stars or looking at the sun. Like literature, you know, when it's not a product. That's the one thing, that's like the one, my little niche, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I appreciate it. But now I, I'll get lost in, in, a, in a short story or, or, or a novel. And I love that feeling so much, you know? I, I, feel the, I feel the emergence of humans living and being together, trying desperately to communicate with one another, you know? In those in those pages and I love that now I'm not trying to have a voice anymore but like just trying to listen a voice that can communicate right articulate a lot of what yeah. is inarticulable you're not trying to control the conversation you're just trying to be part of the conversation right right to further the conversation subvert the conversation if necessary change the conversation if necessary but then it takes listening for a long time to figure out what that conversation is I like it too. I like seeing the places. I mean, it's 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 amazing that it happened here. 
nobody knew about Albuquerque. Nobody knew about the culture, the type of place this is until Breaking Bad. And of course, Breaking Bad was about you know a negative, uh, you know, a negative thing, you know, mess. But at the same time, it really showed our, our culture, this city's culture. Right. Yeah, we have a lot of bad shit that goes on here. We do have a lot of gangs. We do have a lot of meth. We do have some really uh, great restaurants and green chili. And um, yeah, this is not the coolest place to live, but it is a cool place. I mean, it's right. not really a cool place. It's just... But it's real. It's a real place, right? It's a real place on the map. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's not like Austin, you know? <laughs> it's never going to be hip and... Right. Cool like that, but it's just like maybe a blessing. Yeah. I've lived in Albuquerque since 1978. But I mean, I've lived other places. I've moved back and left and come back. And... How would, how have you seen it change? Not a lot. Wow. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of change. I mean, um, it's the same restaurants are here. Right? The same food is here, the same people are here, um, the same the same attitude is here. Either you like this place or you hate this place. I mean, you, either you love it or you, don't, you just don't like it. And you know, it's my hometown, so I kind of don't like it either. Uh, I guess a lot of people have a love-hate relationship with it. You know what I mean? Doesn't really go. Yeah, doesn't really go a lot of places. So we have a big film industry here too, you know. They're really? making, oh yeah, they make movies here all the time. They're making um, Independence Day 2 right now. They're making a bunch of movies I don't even know. Um, there's a show here called, that they make, uh, The Night Shift. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I think it's on CBS or something. So, I mean, you say people have uh, a love-hate relationship with the city. Yeah. What about with each other, you know, is there... Like, are people nice to each other, or is there a lot of cultural division? You know, uh, no, I don't see a lot of cultural division. It's pretty... No. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. some of the oldest families in this town, I mean, run this town. You know, and they're all, and a lot of them are, are Spanish or Mexican or um, Catholics. I don't, I mean, it's part of Albuquerque. It's the culture. It's, food. So no, I don't see, I don't see any cultural stuff going on. No, not really. It's a liberal town. We're liberal. So no, I don't see a lot of that. It's probably because we are liberal. Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. It's very cultural. Santa Fe is very cultural. I see that. It seems, it seems friendly. It seems like people are, you know, so. all right with each other. Even if it's Harsh, harsher elements, it's still kind of okay. Yeah, I could be a little harsh. I could be a little harsh with people, yeah. <laughs> I think we all can, right? Because we're, we're not a waiting society anymore. We're a right now society. All right. Like, what am I doing? Am I waiting right now? Is this waiting? What is this called? I don't even know what this feeling is. What is this? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's what we're trying to figure out, I think. It's just like, what do you... I mean, Where Uber, you don't wait with Uber, it's right, oh, I got That's me. All right. Well, thank you. You're so welcome.
but this is for shamanic work in my opinion this is the best place in the country far above if you if you believe in any of that kind of stuff yeah yeah they're really real advanced yeah yeah I mean wow. yeah really serious business um, and not expensive and not accessible unless to a series of different phone calls and stuff it's the opposite of what LA is like, there's right. no reference <laughs> the references is you got there <laughs> you know <laughs> and yeah they won't the one guy uh, I worked with uh, here only would take fruit and flowers yeah so that and I really like um, those kinds of healers because they're efficient and they're not repeat offenders and I I, I do healing work myself and the shamanic stuff is just really so what 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 is what kind of healing do you do? I have died and come back multiple times, and so I came back with some psychic gifts. Started working with shamans when I was way little. Um, started uh, working with people in the psychic realm uh, as guides. So I do angel card readings. I do mediumship. I do. Um, uh, catalyst work. There's different types of healing energies. There's catalyzers. There's people like I'm not a soothing energy. That's a great energy, but those are people who uh, who help you establish. I kind of kickstart, and that's right. the energy I was born with. And then when my mom died last year, it got really crazy. So now I'm going to electrician school because wow. I've been blowing up all the computers. And here they're just like, really? Could you just like come back after lunch? And I'm like, no, I'm going to electrician <laughs> school. So my healer is like, yeah, damn straight, wow. going in a different way with it. Yeah. Um, so that's the work that I do, and then the other stuff is like I'm in art school, and I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I just want to. I want to be what like a lot of us want to be able to show up for whatever it is I care about, not cost money, and not uh, not not have money to eat, and uh, be be welcome, be important, and be integrity. A smile ought to be without sound and a laugh without end. I will believe in you believing, friend. I will believe in you getting up and going out the door, a full breath in your chest. And may we be round that we may roll. And may we be round that we may roll. And may we be sound, I can hear you now. Player on the stage, trying to soak it all in and then squeeze it all out trying to give the performance of a lifetime, but it wears you out, you know? I take my sweatpants off, eat about half a jar of peanut butter, roll the name Justin Stone Olsen around in my mind, dream of Andalusia in the spring, call it a night, ding dang. Source audio by Kevin Ford and Eller Coltrane. Music and sound design by Brian Dillon and Mike Barnhart. For more episodes, please subscribe.